episode 22 of the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast, Hashtag The Network. We are coming to you from the network studios inside Michigan Investment Title. This episode is brought to you by Joseph Lorenzo Building Company. I want to talk about today, I want to pick everybody's brain mm -hmm. and just basically hear what was the very first networking event that you guys all went to. So just bring that back up in your brains. And... How how has networking impacted and brought value to your business? And then also, if if you want to just show like the or share the revelation that you guys had of maybe you went to that networking event and you didn't realize the impact and value of it at the time, like how do you realize it now with what you're doing? And then also feel free just to share with us what is it that you're doing in real estate investing? Um, what are your target markets? Where are you located? Where are you investing? And so if you want to just kick it off with that, like this is who I am and this is what I do and then launch into um, your first networking event. So I'll just start with you, Nick. Okay, uh, sounds good. Um, so a little background and perspective. I am not originally a Mission Gander, uh, city of Virginia Beach, Virginia, shout out. <laughs> um, professional by day, I do work with the state of Michigan, uh, helping those um, with the big three, uh, unemployment. Um, so I guess professionally, uh, communications, media, that's what I do. So. With that being said, real estate was different. Uh, I was one of those people, I always knew I needed to be an entrepreneur, I just didn't necessarily know what. Um, and it was kind of a silver string of how that happened. I was actually looking for a job, met a lady who was doing some real estate investing, uh, shout out Tracy Moore. Um, mm -hmm. And she's kind of one of those people, she's not gonna baby you. Mm -hmm. uh, she's like, look it up, look for the first networking event. And your network is your network your network is your net worth right right, right. Um, so you meet all these wonderful people and you got guys like Mike he really has uh, you know kind of held my hand and really embraced me and oh Mike's such a good guy <laughs> yeah he is I such know. a good guy right um, but things like um, people just show you stuff and things like um, you know using private money and what I didn't I thought with real estate, it's just you needed the capital, right? So you yeah. learn so much yep. things about uh, what wholesaling is and not being from this area. Um, when we're teaching on things like um, inner city Detroit, what areas are good and which areas are not. So um, what am I doing in real estate? Um, wholesaling right now, but I'm switching up my strategy. I think I'm going to go more so buy and hold uh, this year. Um, that's really going to be my strategy. Create my residual, and we'll kind of go from there. Probably burr a few properties along the way. Um, but that's kind of my strategy. Network, network, network. So cool, right? I heard you say "burr" with four R's. Right. <laughs> for the newbies, <laughs> if you could elaborate, what's what's the burr strategy from Bigger Pockets? So, uh, so when you buy the property, you rehab it, re rent it out. No, rent it out, rehab it, refinance, and then repeat. Or yeah, yeah I think I got my R's out of order, but that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So it's it's buy, <clears throat> rehab. Uh, rent it out, refinance it, and the purpose of refinancing it is uh, it's assumed you're, you're, you're initially purchasing the property with private money and not your own right. or your own, but either way you want to pull as much money as you can out of the property and then just use that uh, to repeat, to repeat the process yeah. for the fourth R. And, cool. And in the rehab process, you've probably built up equity, so sometimes right. you can pull out all, if not more, of what yep. you put in. And right. Right. Yeah. Great way yeah. for the velocity of your cash flow. Yeah, so <laughs> if you guys haven't looked up the, the Burr method or strategy or whatever, it's B with four R's after it. You can find it on Bigger Pockets, and um, it's an excellent strategy that some people I know personally that I am aspiring to use where you can you can purchase 
rental properties and never actually have to yeah. use your own money. And people are like, well, how am I not using my own money? Don't I have either private money or a mortgage on it? Well, the thing is, is with a rental property, the idea is your tenant is actually paying for whatever your payment is. Right. So you, you, can, you can literally have a house and not have any money into it because you're having other people pay for it. So, yeah, that's it. So that, yeah. that's, that's our tangent on the Burr method. I nice. mean, and I'll, I'll say this last bit. No, sure. Um, but going to networking events... Help me understand that. that, that, uh, that standard, right. right. Exactly. And even doing things like this with the podcast, like just sitting back and listening to other people who have been on this podcast, like, you know, like that invi- individual that I referenced explained what he's doing with the Burr method. And I wasn't even on that podcast. I'm just like sitting on the sidelines listening to him taking notes. So, you know, if, if you guys are part of the network and you're in our Facebook group or you go to networking events and somebody invites you to come on a podcast, don't be shy. Even if you don't want to hop on the microphone and speak like we are, just come and sit and hang out and chill with us. And that is also another way of networking because I've learned right. so much just from kicking back and taking notes from from just being here within this room. Hashtag share the love. Right. <laughs> right. We love our hashtags. All right. So, so Kara, um, just give a brief description. What are, what are you into? Yeah experiences with us. Sure. Yeah. So I'm working on building a small portfolio, um, buy and holds primarily what I'm going after. And eventually I want to get into apartment syndication and maybe running apartment, um, building myself or, I mean, we'll see you pick a path and see how it goes. Um, or, or syndicating. I don't know what side of the table I'd want to be on, but first building up a solid foundation and some cash flow for like long-term growth is my plan. Um, I, I'm a social introvert, so I love people, but I recharge by myself. So I, you know, got onto real estate by rereading the book, um, rich dad, poor dad. Mm -hmm. So shout out to my cousin, Alec, who got me onto that, um, book when I was 21. And then I reread it last year and I was like, this is a real thing. I mean, I got to give this a try. I have to learn more about it. Spent a few months listening to podcasts, reading online, just whatever I could get my hands on. And then one of the common themes, and I, I kind of clicked into it myself too. I'm like, I got to get around some people. What's going on? And um, I was newer to the Detroit area. I moved um, from kind of the central part of the state. And I'm like, there's so much opportunity here. There's so many meetings within a half an hour drive of my new house. Let's get out there. So I went to my first meeting last summer and um, it just blew my mind. The There was a haves and wants and it's like the number of deals and opportunities in one room covered in a 10 minute segment yeah. was astounding and then really shifted my perspectives uh-huh. to like people from any walk of life. If you've got the drive, if you put in the time and the effort, you can get there and surrounding yourself by people who have found it from their own path because everybody's got their own way there. It's just inspiring to learn and share amongst people. So that's cool. Network in person. Get away from your computer. (laughs) I think um, a lot of people who have been in real estate for a while, they're realists because they know how much is at stake when you get into a deal. So they gave feedback to the person who was offering the deal. They were polite about it, but they're like, you know what? I think you got to revisit your numbers. This isn't a marketing pitch. We, we know these deals. So Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk brass tacks. Let's talk numbers and get real. So 
it, it was great. I mean, I think real deals were made there and similar to Shark Tank, they can go offline, do their due diligence for like seven to 14 days and maybe make a deal. It right. is. It is so funny. I, um, it, with my marketing, I had uh, a lead call me and he was a real estate investor and I was, I was uh, marketing to tired landlords. So I was seeing if he was interested in selling his property and he was not, but he was still kind enough to call me back. But the funny thing is, is he was telling me about um, his real estate attorney and I was telling him about my real estate attorney and we realized that we, we used the same person. <laughs> and I was telling him about the day that I met my real estate attorney was actually at an event a networking event where the real estate attorney was giving a talk. And the guy asked me, he's like, was that, was that last March or last February or whatever it was? He's like, was that out at the, you know, Macomb community college? And he's like, was that Rhea Macomb? And I'm like, yes, it was, sir. And he's like, I was there. I was in that room. And that's the day that I decided to make him my attorney as well as because I went there to that event. So that, that's so funny. Like what a small world. I've sent this guy a letter and he Mm -hmm. gave me a phone call, but at some point in time we were in the same room together. And wow, even right. and even connected with the same resources, yeah. So you see, you see, like networking just brings so yeah. much stuff together. Yeah, that's insane. Right, that's awesome. Yeah, you you'll see like in any business or profession, winners they run in the same circles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll start seeing people, and it's just like James winners. Are you saying we're winners? Yeah, you yes. Are. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we showed up. That's half, right. half the battle showing up. So. Right. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, what do you have going on? So, um, I started investing back in 03 and 04 and then I got out, my partner wanted to get married. So he kind of dragged us along, but you know, we still made money and we still sold our rentals and our flips and we still did good. And then, um, I didn't get back into it till about 2014 and I kind of purchased a house, started flipping it and then started going to networking events. So I kind of did it. I don't know. You can say backwards, but not really. Instead of sitting at home and watching TV, taking four yeah. hours out of your week i'm not asking you to take 60 hours four or five hours out of your week and just go out there and see what things are offered out there because you watch hdtv and you watch all those channels and they show you all these nice people doing flips and they're making all this money and you say that's what i want to do but you don't know what you have to do to mm-hmm. do what they're actually doing. Right. You know, they just show you all the glamour. They bought a house and they flipped it and they made $60,000, but they don't tell you all the nightmares that they ran into mm-hmm. because, I mean, I know it sounds nice and dandy, but there's always things out of the out of the box that always happen that a lot of people don't explain because they don't want to build that fear factor, right? So they're always telling you how nice and beautiful and cozy and everything is but until you actually get your hands dirty and get into it then you'll start understanding and networking does that for you Mm -hmm. and it does that for you because you're surrounded with 200 other people that do the exact same thing that you do Mm -hmm. and you learn so much from those people that it'll actually open your mind up and it might take that fear away because then you say well if these 200 people are doing it why can't i do it Right. So it kind of opens your mind. It doesn't actually close your mind. It actually opens it and it makes you understand on how things work and how the business operates and what your numbers are and how to buy and what your rehab costs should be per square foot. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go that go into that business. But at the end of the day, networking is your best, best source of being out there and learning from other people. Um, And actually, 
from networking, I was always a little bit hesitant from going to the city of Detroit and doing rehabs. Always. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my first couple of years, I was doing everything in the suburbs, Lincoln Park, Oak Park, Royal Oak, St. Clair Shores, um, until last year, January of 2019, I said, I'm going to start doing rehabs in Detroit. And it's worked out magic. I mean, and that was all from networking uh -huh. because somebody that I met at the networking events said, if you're doing this in the suburbs, why don't you come and do it in Detroit? I said, well, I'm kind of wary because of this, 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 and that, yeah, because that's what you hear. It doesn't work the same way. It doesn't. Right. And Detroit is a different animal, uh -huh. but um, there's nothing to be scared of. I mean, if you can do it in the suburbs, people can break into your house in the suburbs as much as they can break into your house into Detroit. It's the same yeah. thing, just yeah. a different city. No, right on. Spinoff off of that, because I, I similarly had like an apprehension of Detroit. It is a different animal than the suburbs. I'm newer to the Detroit metro area, but real estate's a team sport. It so is. network, you don't have to build a team. I think some people get hung up on, I need my people. You don't need to have just a core set of people. Partnerships, you know, symbiotic relationships where you're helping each other. Those can come organically just from talking to people. Mm -hmm. And you never know the person sitting next to you, the person like I ran into someone at an event completely unrelated to what we're doing now. And now he's my rehab partner by fluke. And you just never know where it can take you. Yeah. So keep an open mind. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My um, networking path has been kind of like, like yours, Mike, like how you said you did it backwards. You, you were in the field and then you started networking. Yeah. Um, so for, for myself and my husband, we were fumbling our way through real estate investing for almost three years before I started networking. And, um, I, so my my stepdad is a master electrician and he's a electrical inspector and he's got like this whole resume and and whatever of, of things that he's qualified for and he does mostly residential electric for investors um, so when the foreclosure days uh, happened he was he was working mostly for the union but then everybody all these investors start buying and, and picking up houses and they need you know basically they're taking them and gutting them and, and they need the works done so long story short he starts working on a lot of residential uh, fix and flips rehabs for uh, investors and he becomes really well network uh, just kind of by trade with real estate investors and so when I started getting into real estate investing in um, 2016, he had been pushing me to go to networking and I never wanted to because I had an inaccurate perspective of who the people were going to be, like how they were going to be like and how they were going to be toward me, I think. And then also like what actually occurred at these events. Is it just a bunch of people like sitting around drinking or drinking coffee or I just had this like really silly cartoony picture of you know like big older gentlemen in suits like smoking cigars and I just clearly do not fit in to to that uh, genre of people but anyway so long story short we fumbled through real estate investing for a few years on our own and then we hired a coach and my coach was also pushing me toward networking. So I finally let my um, stepdad drag me to a networking event 
And uh, I literally kind of like have that marked on my calendar as that was life changing day. Um, so we're coming around to that's almost that's almost been a year from now. And I kind of just think of I just I do. And I know it sounds like kind of like silly, but I literally think of like that was that was life changing day for for the business because I met a few key core people mm-hmm. who are still like very, very, very key in bringing all sorts of things together for me. So in this last year that I've been networking, I've just met the people who have been those missing puzzle pieces. And it's not even always about the knowledge. Like I didn't know a certain thing. It's also, I don't have the capacity for a certain thing. Mm -hmm. I don't have the finances while I met my um, private money lender at, at a networking event and actually doing podcasts here with him. So he's, you know, he's been on these different podcasts. Um, and I, met you know my real estate attorney who drafts my documents and now I feel comfortable moving forward and um the business where we run all of our title Michigan investment title like I met the owner of that company at that first event and then um just like I I had shared a post not that long ago of the flip that we're currently doing in the city of Warren every single component of that flip was made possible in part by networking you know and so that's that's really the only reason why we were able to do that so it's just really really valuable and what i found out once i actually went to the networking event is it's not just a bunch of pretentious people who look down on you you're definitely going to meet jerks every now and then in anything that you do. I mean, at the grocery store, people are going to be jerks to you, but it's just a lot of people who are like you. And it's a lot of people, a lot of people are brand new. A lot of people are searching. A lot of people are coming to these events and they haven't done anything Mm -hmm. yet. And so, um, at least I, I can't, you know, I can't speak for the nation, but I can speak for Southeast Michigan. You know, the, the networking events that I've been in the Metro Detroit area are all just really, warm and and welcoming everybody makes you feel comfortable yeah Mm -hmm. on the nationwide I mean part of my education journey because I'm trying to treat real estate like education and work um, I want to learn as I grow I actually um, bought a program last year and attended the boot camp that was in Florida in January yeah and I planned my trip to go a few days early and try to hit some local RIA the real estate Uh investment um, clubs while I was there so I went to think two formal meetings but in that time met people there who were super inviting you know very welcoming to bring out and bring in an outsider they ended up taking me to something like three or four additional seminars and talks um, over a 48 hour period so I mean I went with one or two solid things on my schedule you made friends oh yeah I mean I ended up with five different events I have a private money lender I might hire a coach later this year it was um, it was eye opening. I mean, it's a very welcoming industry, and mm-hmm. you're gonna find people that don't groove with you. But I right. think that's part of humanity. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It opened my mind to like you don't need to have it all. You don't need to know it all. You just need to put yourself mm-hmm. out there and try. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pretty welcoming type industry. Yeah, you definitely find your group of people. You'll go to. Um, a bunch of different networking events and they're not all for you and Mm -hmm. not everybody in that room you know they're not all going to be your you know your type of people but you find you find your group you find your network and and then you just go from there Mm -hmm. for Um, sure i'll say something else um accountability Mm -hmm. it is it's it's good so the thing about it is this um i kind of grew up with a very sports background if you know anything about virginia beach norfolk military town Mm -hmm. so accountability is huge right just showing up, right? So you can at least have that conversation. Okay, hey, what did you do to move your business forward? 
this week versus last week, mm-hmm. right? It could have, it, it may have not been a lot, but it was something, right? Or simply just to check in and say, hey, I'm, I'm alive, I'm still here. Yep. But those events though are good as far as keeping you accountable because you're in the, you're, you're in there with, with big players, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're in there with big players. And true, um, everything you talked about, like rehab costs, if you look at my hands, you know, you can tell I haven't swung a hammer in a long time, <laughs> right? Um, but how do you learn how to accurately measure rehab costs right. and what areas are good? Are your networking events, are your reads, your mm-hmm. bigger pockets as well? Mm-hmm. So uh, those are kind of some of the value mm-hmm. I get out of that as yeah. well. Yeah, and yeah. people you meet. It's mm-hmm. definite motivation when you have other people around you you who are asking you what you're doing and I'm not competitive with other people really at all, but right. I'm, I'm very competitive with myself if that's mm-hmm. even a thing, yeah. but like I'm constantly yeah. measuring myself against myself. I kind of don't really, it's not that I don't care what other people are doing. I have compassion, but I'm not, I'm not measuring myself yeah. to others. I'm constantly yeah. looking at my own self, but I do have that, um, component within me that if somebody is watching what I'm doing, I want to succeed you know so when other people are asking you what you're doing so within this last year that I've been networking it it has been a conscious thing in my mind of I got to keep moving or people aren't going to take me seriously you know and I want to actually be like a a player and and I like networking and I actually want to like you know be helpful and be a resource to others and part of it is the teacher you know in me I want to be helpful to other people so if I want to help other people, I actually have to be doing it myself right. or else that's, no one's going to take you seriously. Right. That's the difference between watching film, mm-hmm. studying the playbook and getting in a game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, you know, I love what Blair just said also is that, you know, it's not about competing with anybody else that that's that's there, but feeding off their success and watching yeah. what what mm-hmm. they do and putting in the action and actually doing it and I'm not in competition with anybody here. I mean, I'll, I'll help out anybody here that needs anything, right? right? As long as I know it and I can, you know, show somebody how to like do it right, perfect. It, I always tell myself every day I need to push myself one percent more, yeah. and that one percent more every day will push you to so much further in like life because you're not gonna do everything by yourself. Yeah. And if you think you can do everything by yourself, and I had that mentality mindset, I'd say I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. But at the end of the day, when you're clustered and you're like, God, I have all these things going on, how do I do this? Then you learn how to kind of push things off to other people, mm-hmm. the things that you don't really wanna do or don't have mm-hmm. to do, and that even pushes you up even 10 times faster. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's, it's meeting the right people and learning from them and teaching other people on what you know, it will will even push you ten, ten times further. That, that's a really neat point. I, so my mom's visiting right now, and we were talking about real estate investing. And I don't know if you guys have come across this in your family and friends circle, but like people who are just like, but it's it's dangerous. I mean, you could lose right. a lot, and there's a yeah, lot of so people. Risky. Yeah, I had, dentist, uh, I had my dentist say that to me. I think it's right? more of a risk. You putting that instrument in my mouth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And my mom, right. um, she brought up a question. She's like, Carrie, you know, as you grow, you really have to worry about taxes. And it was a really detailed concern she had. Mm-hmm. And it like, 
it didn't even really occur to me that that would be something to worry about now that I've started networking and so much of my growth has just been if I don't know it I know someone who knows it and so many people out there have that giving and sharing mentality I Mm -hmm. mean there's a lot of opportunity out there there's no reason for us to compete we could collaborate and grow and cheer each other on Mm -hmm. instead you know so if I don't know it, Mike might know it, Blair might know it, Nick and I could work together on something, yeah. you might know it, like, you never know. Yeah. So. So you don't want to work to get together with us, you just want to work with Nick? I mean, like, <laughs> we could talk, <laughs> Let, let's talk offline. That's our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, you're right, um, and most of the time when uh, a parent or a friend, they're saying something like that, it's truly out of love and concern, oh, right? right? But the thing about it is, though, they don't know, it's just like the dentist who was like, um, telling me about how risky real estate investment investing is, you know, again, I don't know her field of expertise, right? She can come in, dig in my mouth, get all the <laughs> plaque and tartar or whatever off. Right. And feel fine about it to me. Like I'm worried about you poking my gums or one of your instruments not being mm-hmm. clean or whatever the case may be, but it's not a legitimate concern and love. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah. you, you, you are right. Um, we have, by coming to these events, you meet people like Frank Alcini. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him, um, Michigan McComb. Um, yeah. guy with a big old bandit sign, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who is this guy, you know, but, um, any tax related problems or concerns, I don't have to worry about because I know that his field of expertise, he's got it covered. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's I, covered. That, that's funny. Cause I'm taking my taxes to Frank this, yep. this year Same too. Here. And yep. it, and it's because, uh, the investing that we've done in the last couple of years, um, you know, I, I had a very great CPA for just general cpa you know personal purposes Mm -hmm. but last but the you know the 2018 taxes you know going and you know i'm not going to name drop or anybody but Mm -hmm. just could just get the feel that they couldn't really serve me in the capacity that i needed anymore which was fine that was just wasn't their you know their expertise you know so you just kind of have to find somebody who's niched themselves down and now they're focused on investors so you know so that's yeah it's been really valuable meeting frank for me too yeah Yeah. and it it could be analogous to like you wouldn't go to a dentist if you needed braces you need an orthodontist like sometimes it just your situation Mm -hmm. changes and you need to find people like Uh you don't know it seek out a professional who does yeah and just educating the people around us like i've had uh quite a few people who were personal and close to me um share the same concerns you know the risks of getting involved in real estate investing and i just want to say do you have any idea how poor the return on investment was for my degree Mm. you know what i mean all of the tens of thousands of dollars that i spent going and getting my degree versus what i actually made Mm -hmm. being a public educator if you if you were to look at that just based on roi you know, so this versus that, and you just removed everything from it. We're just so ingrained in our culture to, you know, if you're going to university, then your life is going to be great and you're all set. You've got your degree, but it's just like, I, you know, you could, you could put my experience versus, you know, I was sharing this with Mike earlier. Um, it's just because I happened to graduate right at the time when the economy tanked, you know what I mean? So it's nothing personal and I have, you know, like no ill ill feelings towards public education or anything like that. It's just, that was just the poor timing for me. Mm -hmm. Just when I, when I happened to graduate, it was just poor timing. Um, so you can either be stuck in that of this is what I have to do for the rest of my life until I retire. And, you know, like I was sharing with Mike, just, I didn't want to be one of those resentful 
teachers in the teacher's lounge complaining. Um, or you can just literally just look at it. Like I, I looked at my career as a financial investment and I'm like, what is the rate of return on what I'm actually doing with my time versus what I spent and, and now what I'm receiving for it. And then I compare that to real estate investing and it just, it just, you can't compete, you know, you just can't. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's all mindset. And the same thing is mindset with, um, with networking and getting out there as well. You know, like, like what Mike said, having the mindset of we're not in competition, Yeah, you know, like if you have a scarcity mindset, then I feel sorry for you because you have to understand that even if you just look at the Metro Detroit area, so you just, you break it down to like the tri-county area. Do you have any idea the number of deals that are out there? And the variety of deals that you could do or even the variety of ways that you could get into real estate investing. You don't have to be boots on the ground flipping houses or the landlord holding the property. There's so many different ways. Like you're not in competition with anybody. Yeah. I mean, I met a lady. um, I met her at a local meetup. I can't remember which one. She buys tax lien certificates in Florida. Yeah. And she's based here. For sure. Why not? I mean, I mean, there's just yeah. so many different things you can do unless yeah. unless you just randomly are vying for the exact same house, mm-hmm. which happens, you know, yeah. you're just not, you're not the other person's competition. Yeah, but, you know, it, I still think then even if two people are competing and then and then they know each other, they should find a way to work it out to where mm-hmm. everybody walks away happy because mm-hmm. you, you can't I can't be in competition with anybody with anybody here. Right. Mm-hmm. We're just going to sit down like professionals. And we're going to figure it out and we're going to say, okay, listen, you found it. I'll give you $10,000, walk away or whatever, you, whatever that, that, whatever that, that number right. is. Yeah. You just find a middle ground that keeps everybody happy because yep. sometimes people are not into rehabbing. I am. Some people don't like it. Some people don't like to put in all that effort and time. It doesn't, it, it doesn't bother me. So instead of somebody getting in and doing something else with it, I'll just buy it from you and then everybody walks away happy. So yeah. when I see mm-hmm. you somewhere else, you're not like... There was Mike. Yeah, he took away my deal from me, right? That you know, shark. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's the beautiful thing about real estate is if you know how to structure something, everybody can win. Literally, yeah. every party involved can win in real estate investing. But you have to know how, and you learn how to do that mm-hmm. by going to networking events, and you meet the people who will allow you to do that at these networking events. Yeah. And when you don't go, you'll never know, yeah. right? So I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. If yeah. you don't go, you'll never, you'll know. never know. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Not even, I don't know if it was intentional or unintentional or whatever. I always go to a networking event with, with certain goals. Yeah. And I just go there with like, my personality is just on 10 and I, I, I jive with some people and I don't and like, whatever, if I, yeah. if I don't, if I don't connect with you, then I guess I'm not your people. But, yeah. um, I've had a lot of people in the last few months at networking events, uh, in so many words, like tell me, I would have thought that you've been networking for years and years, just, just the way you're talking and just the way you are. And people saying like, man, you really work, work the room. And I'm just like, that's cool. You know, I guess that's cool. But what I really, so instead of, um, either dismissing that or letting that go to my head, I just kind of stood back and I just reflected on that. Like, you know, what, what am I doing that is making people comment on that? Like, what is it, what am I doing either intentionally or unintentionally? And so those are the, those are the nuggets that I'm going to pull out and teach at this next class is these are the intentional or unintentional things that I do at networking events. Um, 
you know, and I'll meet people at a networking event that I had met before that I don't remember, but they remember me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's not, that's, you know, not like, I don't know, I guess it is puffing myself up, but that's not what I'm intending. It's just like, there are certain things that I'm doing that, um, but it's all a learned thing. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all a learned thing. So, so that's what we're going to be focusing on is when you go to a networking event, you go with goals Mm -hmm. and you treat it like work time. And this Mm -hmm. is how you just, this is how you reap the most value that you possibly can out of an event. And if if you take those goals, you have a better chance of making meaningful connections Mm -hmm. that where you can help each other or can propel yourself forward in the direction that you've already chosen for yourself, you know, picking a path, having a way to go. And then like, I've even heard people getting as detailed as um, checking an RSVP list. So if you know who's registered, who are the people you want to talk to? What are the topics you need to follow up on? Because there's something to be said about being with someone in person versus on the phone or Mm -hmm. over text. I mean, we're an online texting world and we're missing the connectedness so much. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's in our core. So when you learn to make real connections and you may not remember everyone the next time you see them, but you know, make it genuine when you're there, be there in person. Don't be on your phone the whole time. Don't have your head on whatever's happening at home or what happened during the day for you. Be present, be Mm -hmm. intentional and it makes a huge difference. I love it. Yep, for sure. Well, let's let's uh, close the show out here, but I want to get some golden nuggets from you guys. So I'll I'll go first to let you guys think for a second. But I want you to either say what's a golden nugget that you have in regard to networking as in uh, here's how you can get the most value out of a networking event or what is the most valuable thing that you learned at a networking event. So Nick, I think you already shared that like, you know, the burst strategy was something really valuable that you learned at a networking event. So come at it from that. Like your golden nugget either is, this is my tip and trick for you. This is how you get the most value out of a networking event. Or here was the most valuable thing that I have learned from a networking event. So, so for me, I guess, um, my golden nugget toward, uh, networking is when you go there, just keep the mindset of I am at work right now. Don't treat it like this is a fun event. Um, sometimes you'll have a significant other or people in your life who don't uh, have that same perspective as you and they think that you're just going out to have fun. You're just going to party afterward or whatever. You're just getting together with your buddies and they don't take it seriously. But when you go there, my tip is take it seriously. Like, lighten up, you know, don't, don't be, you know, rigid while you're there, but treat it as though this is work time. And the reason why it's work time is because going to networking events, you are pulling things into your, your now career or your side hustle or whatever, you know, you're working in real estate investing in some capacity. And so you are going to go to this event and you are going to either meet the people or learn the thing that's going to take you to the next level. You're either going to be able to utilize what a person has to offer or you're going to be able to apply that teachable concept. And so really just take it seriously because these events are a lot of fun. But when you look at it as though I'm here to work, then it it also doesn't really matter um, what else is going on. So like the ambiance, the ambiance of the setting or, you know, the message that the speaker brought 
you know, if it's not mind blowing or stellar or if the person you sat next to, you know, was uncool, you know what I mean? None of those other little things, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because you're there to make it, um, whatever it is that you want it to be. So it's just one of those things of just like, don't, don't rely on the event itself to, um, like feed you just go get it for yourself because you're there to work it so whoever wants to drop the nugget next i can go next um you know uh going to networking events has done a lot and my golden nugget of going there is the people that are there um you learn so much from them and but the mindset of you going there a lot of times people go there with their arms folded and they're just not open-minded to what could really come out of this and when they go there with that kind of mindset or that kind of attitude you're not going to win anywhere you go I don't care if it's real estate I don't care if you're washing wheels you know anything that you do when you go in there with a negative mindset and you're not open to learning new things uh, it doesn't matter whatever you do in life you're just not going to succeed so number one is you got to be open-minded you got to be confident in yourself knowing that you're going there and you might not learn the first three or four things, the three or four different um, networking events, but eventually you're going to pick up things and those things will help you get to where you want to be in life. So, you know, and another thing is don't sit next to the same person every time you go. Right. So the last time that I went, I sat down to the next weirdest person that I know, which is Nick. But, you know, but I learned a lot from him. Right. (laughs) But, you know, don't sit next to the same person because there is 600 other people there. So why not sit at a different table and meet other people? You know, and that's that is done a lot for me also. I've, I've said that that's one of the most dangerous things that you can do to yourself at a networking event. You can really just waste your time if you go there and you just want to be comfortable. Yep. You know, like I'm just going to sit with the same old familiar people or yeah. I'm going to bring my friends, you know, to make me feel comfortable. Like you got it. You got to get uncomfortable. That's the only way that you grow, you know, doing yeah. the hard stuff is the only way that you're going to grow. Let's see. I think I was forced to network quick because I started coming to meetings by myself. So that's a good point. Don't yeah. don't be comfortable all the time. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll go next. My golden nugget, I think, is um, to know yourself, learn yourself. I've, I've come across a lot of people. Um, I shouldn't say a lot, but a few people who have reached out to me and been surprised that I'm still fairly new to the industry. And they're like, Kara, what are you doing? How, how are you helping? What, what have you got to offer? I mean, how have you started? And I think one of my biggest things was just how, um, learning how other skills that I've built, because I think everyone has their own skill set, how those can complement the real estate industry and bringing that out in yourself. You don't need to be fake. You don't need to put it on. Be genuine, but learn what your value is. Build confidence in yourself and know what you have to offer because there's many ways to get involved and it isn't a straight path. I think I'm reiterating this, but I mean, when you when you get to know yourself and you can portray that to other people, then I think you can build genuine relationships for sustainable growth in the industry. And shout out to a book that I um, I'm almost finished it, but it's called Persuasion by Arlene Dickinson. She's um, she's been on the show Dragons Den, which is like the Canadian version of Shark Tank. She she talks about well, she's in marketing. She's a venture capitalist. Dragons are way more extreme and epic. 
Are they? Okay. All right. I mean, I love the show. Um, yeah, but I mean, she talks about how marketing and persuasion are negative terms. They have a really negative connotation. Uh-huh. But if you're building mutual benefit to two parties, how can that be a bad thing? Right. So, yeah. Believe in yourself. Put yourself out there and be real. And what was her name? Uh, her name's Arlene Dickinson. Arlene Dickinson. Books Persuasion. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, first thing. Weird, huh? Interesting. Um, my girlfriend would agree with you. Um, nah, but um, Golden Nuggets, so McDonald Nuggets. Um, I would say, get it, right? Uh, I would say go with a goal, but be willing to be flexible with that goal. Um, so I'll give you an example. I know me, I'm the guy who oftentimes in my life, I've chased so many rabbits. But if you chase so many rabbits, you can never make rabbits do, right? Or catch a rabbit or do whatever you want to do with a rabbit. Um, however, so when I came to these events, my initial goal was like, all right, I'm wholesale, 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 wholesale. Right. But now getting around the industry, being around for a little bit now, um, being relatively newer, like Kara, I think we really just got in, uh, you're, you're running buddy. Pretty much we started around (laughs) the same time being open-minded to what you can do in real estate, um, and being willing to try new things. Right. Um, so when your tunnel laser focus, okay, hey, wholesale, 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 this is my goal, this is all I'm gonna learn. And then you start learning other different components, like, okay, maybe it's not that bad to buy and hold, right? Or maybe you do wanna be a private money lender. So being open-minded as well, don't be closed off. So that would be my goal, uh, or my my nugget. Go with the goal, but be flexible to change that goal, or be willing to pivot and adjust if need be. Yeah, for sure, that's, that's probably the biggest advice that I could give to you is just don't pigeonhole yourself right away. Um, I, I think that if you are, uh, constantly chasing after, you know, after, after things that that's negative, but, but not if you are picking a strategy and then you execute that strategy all the way to completion, it's okay to the second time or third, fourth, whatever time to try something different. Right. And that's, that's what my husband and I have done. Like we, we flipped a house. Um, and when, when we were done with that, we bought a rental property. But then when we were done with that, we did a wholesale deal. And then when we were done with that, like I, we got into an even bigger rehab project. Um, and now I'm, uh, purchasing a house with seller financing. I've never done that before. So, so I'm at, I'm at this stage where it's like, I want to do as many things as possible, but I don't want to, um, have my hands in, in too many, you know, too many pots or or whatever you want to call that Mm -hmm. to where I'm not actually accomplishing anything. So I think I, and I was sharing this with someone at a networking event last month where he told me he was a wholesaler and I asked him how many deals he had closed and he said none. And I said, well, then you're not a wholesaler. I'm like, you're a real estate investor. I'm like, don't pigeonhole yourself as a wholesaler because what if you wholesale something and you hate it and then you walk away from real estate investing? I'm like, so Mm, absolutely absolutely focus 100% of your attention on wholesaling, lock up a deal, get it under contract, close it, and then just step back and ask yourself, did I even like that? And if you do, then pursue. But if you don't, then just keep going to networking events and figure out, okay, well, well what else can I do? Mm-hmm. You All know, right. so yeah, because I've done certain things in real estate investing that when I, you know, I did it to completion and I'm like, oh, I just didn't really like that. But that's okay. There's other things. And so I just pivot my attention to, you know, like what's next? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. So what I, man, I lost my train. I thought I was going to close this out with something. Oh yes. So what I want to close us out with is, um, 
if you guys are watching and you're watching from the Facebook page and you haven't already signed up to our free Facebook group. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to visualize Facebook on my phone right now. Okay. So bear with me. If you're in the, if you're on the Facebook page and you just go down, um, like underneath the banner, there's going to be a button where it says join our group or join the group, something like that. So just go ahead and click on the group. It's absolutely free to join. You're going to enter a group with a ton of really awesome people. And what we want you to do is once you get into the group, it's going to take an admin, like a couple of minutes to, to, uh, let you on. So don't expect it to be instantaneous, but once you get into the group, make a welcome post, let everybody know who you are and why you're here. Even if you haven't done anything yet and you're at the absolute beginning stages, just let us know, um, what your intentions are or any questions that you might have. Because in, in this group, we are that Facebook group where, um, you know, Kara mentioned the hashtag share the love. Like literally that is our goal. Our goal is to help you. Our other hashtag is make it happen. We are literally here to network with you and help (laughs) I've totally, I've totally bought into the whole hashtag thing. I love it, but, um, no, but go into the group and just start being present because that's what networking is all about is just being there and being present. And if you want to get connected with our local real estate investing meetups, if you're in the Metro Detroit area, um, and we even have people coming from Ann Arbor and Brighton and, um, you know, like up north and things like that. People are making the drive out for these events. Go to our website, michiganreinetwork.com. And then uh, scroll down. There'll be an image that says local Metro Detroit real estate investing networking events, something like that. You'll see it. it's like a greenish image. Click on that and then that'll take you to um, the events that we host. It'll give you the dates, times, locations and all of the networking event information. So I wanted to close out with how to find our networking group and our networking events since we were talking about networking. And and our website also shows um, other local events too. So get yourself out there. You don't have Mm -hmm. to go to just one. I mean, depending what specialty you want, there's a lot out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And our podcasts are on the website as well. So watch more. Watch more of our stuff or listen to our stuff. So anyway. And learn. And yeah. learn, yes. Watch, listen, learn. I like it. So does anybody have any closing comments or we want to just tell the world goodbye? We hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If there's anything we mentioned and you missed it, don't worry. We take all of the notes and you can find them at michiganreinetwork.com forward slash episodes. If you want to meet any of today's guests in person, you can usually find them at the hashtag the network meetup in Metro Detroit. You can find all about the network at www.michiganreinetwork.com. By the way, if you're new, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes of this show. This brings us to the end of another episode of Hashtag The Network Roundtable Podcast. And as always, share the love.